Broadcasting from beautiful, tropical Vero Beach, Florida, it's Money Nation with Ed Gardner. Good morning and welcome to Money Nation. Today's guests are Dip and Tina. They're the co-founders of Neuraltrend. They're going to speak to us about big data and artificial intelligence. As many of our listeners know, they're two key driving forces in the economy today, especially as we evolve towards a fourth industrial revolution. Keenan and Dip, welcome to the show. Hello, Ed. Thank you. Thank for you for having us here in the show. Thank you for being here, both of you guys. Guys, tell us a little bit about Neurotrend, what it is and why you started it. Yeah. Um, at Neurotrend, we are focused on commercializing big data and AI for good. You know, for our audiences who may not fully apprehend like big data and AI, I like to explain the term big data as data that is so large, fast, and complex that it is very difficult or almost impossible to process using traditional methods. So it's, it's not only the volume of data, uh, but also a variety of data and the velocity or speed at which the data is processed and encompassed that, that defines big data. You know, and AI on the other hand is simply a simulation of human intelligence in machines that are programmed to think like humans and mimic their actions. Exactly. In our case, it's like superhumans, you see, Ed. Neurotrend leverages both big data and AI to de deliver an end-to-end -end analytic solution that helps retailers understand consumer preferences so they can optimize their products around them, therefore re reducing overproduction and increasing their growth. Uh, we enable retailers to make real-time decisions with insights from millions of data points that we collected over social media channels. And we do it in real time, like every day. And our cloud platform is so easy to use it's subscription-based and it sits on the cloud and the retailers can access it with one touch of a button and gather actionability around what to do with each product that they carry every season. Uh, newer trend, you know, it, it actually started just as an idea of forecasting technology to disrupt lagger industries. Um, all of the founders here, we have background in big data and AI, and we got together to talk about how to apply it in an underrepresented industry like retail. And then we got a team of experts from retail and AI backgrounds and to optimize a solution that we have been building. And we all you know, got together and built this business around it. So you guys, you guys scrape data off the internet for you guys are working with fashion companies and fashion retailers. Just tell us a little bit about what is exactly scraping it. I know it's gathering data, but it, just tell us a little bit about that. How, what exactly you're doing? Tina? Tina? Sure. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, the, the gist of our model is collection of um, data points that we detect across the internet. Um, that can be both text data, it can be image data, it can be sentiment data from consumers in terms of how they're feeling about certain products or certain brands. So it's, it's really a wide collection of data um, that we believe represents uh, a behavior that consumers are looking to exhibit. 
what is what's the big pro, what's the problem you're trying to solve for these uh, clothing manufacturers and retailers? Yeah, so um, every retail every year um, there's uh, more and more retailers that are going bankrupt. Um, last year alone, there were about 35 big retailers that went out of business, and there were over 12,000 stores that were closed. And stat shows that the huge contributor to this is actually uh, inventory misjudgment. Um, retailers lose on an average, on an annual basis, about $300 billion in inventory misjudgment. And the question today is, why does that happen? Why are, why are retailers not, not able to understand the consumers? Um, over the last decade, with the rise of social media, people are now exposed to influences every day, and they're in, uh, which are altering their preferences. So an item that a celebrity or an influencer wears one day could become a trend overnight and retailers don't have access to that information. In their traditional processes, they've, they've been predominantly relying on historical records to make their decisions. So historical sales patterns, maybe some market research data that comes out once a quarter, but it's losing relevance. The more and more or the faster and faster um, consumers are changing. And so this is where Neurotrend comes in. We, we close the gap between consumer demand and retailer supply by providing, providing them with these um, real-time predictive and also actionable insights for them to make decisions around what to do um, from a merchandising standpoint. It sounds like a much better way to do it. Uh, a lot more data, a lot more info for them to make decisions on what they're going to manufacture and whatnot. And now, the AI that you guys use, would that be called data intelligence AI? And, and how does that differ from other types of AI, like enterprise AI and other types of, kinds of AI? Yeah. Uh, let me explain a bit how we are using this, how we build this. Um, uh, and um, to add, we, are, we, are, we are focused on a bleeding edge technology here that requires constant reshaping while delivering a direct positive impact on the business fast. So that's the goal. And to do this, we started by building a model that can be reused in different cases for different industries initially. And then we started to train the model to do certain things really, really well. And when I, when I say model, it means the AI model and the big data model that we have been building internally. In the fashion industry, within the merchandising space, you know, we, we are predicting which products resonate best with retailers' customers by training these models accordingly. And when retailers apply our recommendations to their inventory, they see a significant increase in sales as an outcome of these models. And to do this, we use big data by collecting large volumes of variety of data and very fast. And external data such as uh, product images, reviews, brand information, like Tina was saying, and also internal history and locations and much more from the retailers themselves, and then come up with actionable insights that help merchandise planning. So you see the, the model, the algorithm, everything that has to do something. It's not just the technology itself, but we are not only focused on the technology, but also the outcome and how it shapes our customer's business and how it brings benefit to the customers. That's what we focus along with the technology. Are you guys in the, the testing phase or live, I mean, live phase right now, testing phase? Are you guys a proof of concept? Uh, where exactly are you guys right now? 
Yeah, so we're fully live um, and in use by several businesses, including Academia Partners. Um, we our platform launched live last August, and we had we had the opportunity to pilot with several notable name brands, um, from anywhere from small to, to large size brands. And where our product is currently is what we call, consider in beta stages. So we are. Um, we're continuously testing it, applying our insights, and growing features and um, functionalities of it. What kind of companies are you working with now? The a couple of fashion companies, the manufacturers or retailers? Yeah, some of the larger names we can't really disclose, but we worked with a handful of uh, brands and retailers. Um, we we worked with manufacturers of white label brands that go into larger retailers like Costco's and Walmart, um, and we worked with smaller. Um, direct-to-consumer luxury brands like Motozita. Beautiful. How much does it cost to set up the AI for each customer uh, in your lead time? And you have to customize for certain customers over others. Um, yeah, Ed, you know, when we when we started building this, we thought about, like, we, we do focus on good AI, which means when we are building something, it should not be just for a certain section of the, the, uh, you know, industry or society. So we wanted to make this available to everybody. Uh, that's the first thought we came up with. So our pricing, when we thought about pricing, we wanted to make sure that it is priced in a way that anyone can buy it, anyone can use it. So we we started with two things. We started one is off the shelf uh, product that anyone can get in, you know, register within five minutes and start using the product. And they will see enough insights to have some actionable outcomes from those insights. Then this, this literally takes less than five minutes. Like it's like signing up for an email. That's it. Uh, oh. So yeah, it's just five minutes. Nothing, no, no, uh, no hassles there. But the, on the other hand, we also provide this white glove kind of service where we integrate with these large retailers or medium-sized retailers where they want more. They want they want something that's more catered to us, their customers, their internal data, their internal business. So what we do is we kind of integrate with their, uh, for example, their sales history, their, uh, their line sheets of their brands, their, uh, their current customer base. So we get all that information and then we hook it up with our insights. And then the output that comes, up, uh, comes out is a lot more uh, you know, catered towards the business, if I may. And uh, this typically takes about uh, two to three weeks at most. Uh, and it all depends on how, how structured their internal data is, how, how well they have uh, built their own uh, data pipeline. How has your customers seen the improvement in business and sales? Has it been significant? Uh, can you talk about that at all? Yeah, there were several ways uh, we measured ROI. Some, um, it, it depends on the use cases. So if, if it's a brand, a retailer or a manufacturer, they might use it for different purposes, but the insights are equally actionable. Um, where, where the ROI is measured is where it's different. So for the small small uh, brand we, we work with, Motazida, I mentioned, um, as a result of our insights, we were able to increase 215% in their customer um customer engagement. So in the way they engaged and, and find customers that are suitable for their product line. Um, for other, in other use cases, like uh, the manufacturer that we worked with, the white labor manufacturer, they used us as a quantitative market research tool to help um, put more weight into how they sell into these big retailers. And they were able to get in as a result. 
Very interesting. We're going to take a quick, quick break here, guys. Uh, remember, listeners, any questions at all, you can always feel free to give me a call at 518-255-8854, or you can email me at edgardner at cutterco.com. We'll be right back. All opinions expressed by Ed Gardner and or his guests on the Money Nation show are solely Ed Gardner's and or his guests' opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Cutter & Company or any of their affiliates. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Ed Gardner and or guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only in as an expression of their opinion. Ed Gardner's and his guests' opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither Cutter & Company nor affiliates and or subsidies warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Always talk to your financial advisor before making such decisions. Welcome back to Money Nation. Guys, does your AI integrate with other aspects of retail? I mean, is it a platform or is it a point solution? Yeah, um, I can talk about that one. So um, if you look at the retailer's entire business operation um, or merchandising lifecycle, we can integrate uh, throughout its supply chain. So we are really considered to be an end-to-end solution for improving profits in retail. We built a platform that sits on top of existing infrastructure within retailers, making it easy to integrate. Um, and our insights are integrated um, anywhere from upstream decisions like, you know, making better product development decisions or sourcing decisions, anyway, to maximizing profits downstream by, you know, shortening reorder cycles in merchandise by being proactive about demand, quicker site placement by understanding where geographically consumers are looking for particular products, or improving marketing and e-commerce operation by positioning the right products in front of the right customers. And all of that is easily accessed through this cloud plat- platform that um, Deb mentioned is just at the click of a button. How, how big is this market? Uh, is, this, is this relatively new? How, and how is your competition in this space? Yeah, so this is a, a huge and growing market. Um, there, uh, there, it's a multi-billion-dollar market um, that's growing in terms of application of data insights in general, but also within the retail industry specifically. Um, there's traditional. Uh, we we have you know direct and indirect competitors. Um, they're slowly losing market dominance because of lack of um, speed of integrating AI into their processes. So there's traditional companies like WGSN or Doniger, who I mentioned, you know, use uh, market research that is um, released once once a quarter. And as a result, are they're becoming less and less relevant. And there's other companies like Trendalytics and Curatech, which report on external insights only where um, every retailer can become, um, you know, can have the same product offering. How we're differentiated is we, we really integrate external insights with retailers' internal data to filter recommendations that are personalized for retailers. And we, we do that by making recommendations that um, use various AI models. So from natural language processing, which process text data, to image image data, to search trends, um, et cetera. We combine all of that and provide very actionable granular insights on a SKU level. So it's not just for assortment, but it's also on an individual product level. Let's say a retailer is trying to decide if a, um, a certain shade of red will sell better within their inventory. Well, we can provide that, that level of granularity. Very interesting, very interesting. So you guys use big data and AI to try to and then you scrape the they scrape the internet to find out what is going to be the next best thing and what company should man, uh, focus on manufacturing and selling. Now, can this same technology be used in different industries? Let's say financial markets. Could you scrape the internet to find out what 
what the next best stock is. Is that possible? Oh, Ed, you nailed it in the head. Like, you know, uh, he, he just brought up financial market. That's very interesting. Uh, so here's, here's a fun story, okay? Our model does very well in finding correlation between human sentiments towards a topic and product. You see, that's that's one of the key things of how we how we build this whole model. Um, and our CTO, here's, here's what happened. Our CTO, who actually just simply trades for fun. You know, he's like a day trader. He just does it for fun. And one day he told me this. Hey, Dave, I'm just, I was just playing with this model to find volumes of positive and negative sentiments towards Ethereum in crypto. And I made, ended up making quite a bit in a short trade, you know, so he, he got rich very fast, I suppose. And then he started investing using these insights that he's building with these models, like uh, for both long-term and short-term trades. Uh, and I like, I'm, I was surprised, like his strategy seems to be working with these data that he's getting. And he said, okay. And I ended up putting a little bit of my money too into his, into his strategy. And, you know, at, at one of the things is we believe in um, something called good AI, which means like you shouldn't hold something good for yourself. Like if it's a, if, if it's a model that you're building, you should share it. Like it's not just for, um, you know, something raw purpose only for money purpose. So we decided like, why not give these insights to everyone? Like not just keep it for ourselves. So, uh, so yeah, we are currently you know building a tool set, and we are calling it uh, uh, Alpha Trend, which is uh, a, uh, a version of you know our model. And uh, we are about a month and a half away from launching it. And what it does is it gives some unique insights. Uh, we call it alternative fundamentals and social sentiments, and that helps traders and invest investors find the next alpha and manage their risk within the portfolio that they have. Now, so can anyone, you said you're going to, you're going to, you're going to provide it for a price, not for, not for free, right? So not for free, of course not. Right. Like, you know, it's so a lot of what would it be like a subscription where I pay a certain amount a month and then I could go in there and maybe put in securities that I like into the insights and that would track <laughs> it for me. Exactly. Exactly. So it would work like it's that. It's going to be, yeah, it's, it's exactly. It's going to be a very simple subscription model. Like, you know, you just subscribe to it and you see all the insights that you require uh, in one single place. And, you know, you just use that to make your strategies and your decisions. Well, it also make recommendations as far as uh, other um, securities that, that they, the insights has found will like will list other companies that they think are looking positive. Yeah, yeah. So so what we do is we we don't directly say, hey, Put your money here or there, but right. we, that's we, a good we, idea. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't do that because uh, that's uh, we don't we are not comfortable doing that. Everybody has right. their own strategy on when they're trying to think about these things, right? So, what we are doing is we are bringing these insights that we learned a lot of uh traders seek for and they don't have, like you know, whether a company is uh, uh, you know, is doing well with the CEO or whether with his customer base or, you know, how the employees are feeling about certain things, you know, uh, we, we gather all that insights and these help helps uh, uh, traders make decisions on their investment um, and managing some of the risks for the interesting. portfolios. Is there, is there other companies doing exactly that? Is there anyone else scraping data, big data and putting that towards a financial type app? Uh, not the not the way we are doing it, Ed. Right now, not the way you're there doing are it. Com- there are other companies who does a similar um, uh, 
features, but not exactly with uh, alternative fundamentals or the social sentiments the way we are doing it. Obviously, your software, your algorithms are all patented, right? So no one else can use them. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, you just guys just won an award, University of Chicago Fellowship Award. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? See that? Sure. Yeah, I'm happy to take that one. So um, University of Chicago, on an annual basis, uh, awards um, this, it's, it's called a Polsky Fellowship Award, and it uh, chooses a handful of entrepreneurs who are about to graduate um, or have graduated from University of Chicago Boot School of Business and awards them um, a, an annual fellowship that to support um, them in, in building out their business. And Dip and I were amongst um, seven of the chosen ones. So we're super thankful to, to both Polsky and uh, University of Chicago for uh, helping us support these efforts. Well, guys, this sounds very, very interesting. I'm looking forward to checking back with you in the future. Uh, this technology looks cutting edge and uh, helping not only fashion, could be helping people in the finance, could be helping probably many other industries you guys are probably working on. So <clears throat> very interesting. Keep in touch. I want to thank you both for being with here and uh, look forward to talking to you guys in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ed, for hosting us and for taking the time to learn about us. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Last question, guys. Is there a way that anyone could get a hold of you guys? Yeah. The best way to get in touch with us is to send us a note at hello at neuraltrend.com. And they can also visit our website, www.neuraltrend.com. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Dip. Thanks, Tina. Remember, listeners, any questions at all about your portfolio or investments, feel free to give me a call at 518-255-8854, or you can email me at edgardner at cutterco.com. And you can always go back and look at previous interviews on YouTube. Just search on YouTube Money Nation channel. Thank you very much and have a great day.